Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. And happy Monday, August 14, 2023. It's 11.03 in the morning from the great state of Oregon. Welcome to Elijah Streams. We are in year 26 of bringing you the voice of the prophets. Today will be no exception to that. We have Johnny Enlow unfiltered being featured today. It's going to be great. A uh, quick reminder that tomorrow's guest is Donna Clement Petruska, and it's always so good to find out uh, what she's uncovered from her father's uh, pr- prophecies that are so relevant today. It's like reading today's newspaper. So she will be back with us uh, tomorrow. And uh, other than that, before we bring Johnny on, let's go ahead and run a spot about showing you wh- what you're investing into into the kingdom as the as the money that you send in to us. Beyond what we need to run this ministry, we then invest into the kingdom of God in your name. And and right now we're featuring the wells that we're doing. So let's go ahead and run that spot. Every child deserves hope, an education, good health, a future. In Uganda, those things are stolen from children. One of those thieves is dirty water. In Uganda, some people only have access to muddied, filthy water. It is killing them. But you can help save the future generations. Give a gift towards the drilling of clean water wells. Donate today at ElijahStreams.com slash donate. I think that's all we have before we bring in Johnny. So here's Johnny. 1349 hours declaring it a riot. My message hasn't changed. You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. You must from now on target darkness in your society. We are almost there. The pain is for the awakening. The awakening is for your children. There he is, Mr. Johnny Enlow. You got a haircut. Well, it's not really a haircut. It's just going the other side, you know. The, you, um, yeah, and I still didn't. You were telling us that off there, so you literally changed the part. Yeah, you can't. It's hard to even see that now, isn't it? But yeah, you know, kind of cast your net to the right. But uh, I don't know. <laughs> we just went went the other way for uh, a change, and we'll find out if the. You, are you the guy in the house that rearranges the furniture before your wife does? Are you the guy that? I do get tired of it being the same. But what's the good thing is. Elizabeth is just as much that. So oh, really? if I go out of town for a couple a couple of days, I'll come back and there'll be, I, I go, what? There'll be <laughs> all kinds of new things that have taken place. And then it can happen the same way. She goes, uh, uh, yeah, she's gone. She comes back. She's like, what, what did you do here? <laughs> uh, where did you put things? I'll even go into the kitchen cabinets and put, dishes and things all in a whole oh my goodness you messed around with the the queens and i don't mean i'm not calling her a queen but you know the queen of the house like my wife is the queen of you know i don't think i would dare go into her kitchen and rearrange anything you know at least not without consulting her first yeah (laughs) 
Well, I do enough in the kitchen that I, you know, I've earned that right. So. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Doreen's in the kitchen going like this right here, right now. Don't, don't like touch my going. stuff. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. You know, we both have our areas and we are both a little bit messy. So we will, I mean, our house is relatively clean, but our spots that we do a lot of stuff in, it can get a little cluttered, but there's no way I'm going to go click you know, touch her clutter and she's not going to touch mine. When people are coming over, then we go fix the clutter, you know, or most. <laughs> right. The stuff, the stuff that's most visible. <laughs> that's good. But you're right. If you're doing, if you're cooking in the kitchen, I guess you, you have a right to, <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. But at least you're both that way. Well, Johnny, I know you've got some interesting stuff to, to um, talk about. And if we run out, we do have some questions for you. So. Yeah, and hopefully we do have some time for that because there's some there were some really good questions and we mentioned them last yeah. week as well. Good. But um, you know, first of all, uh, I think the focus of the Lord for us and for those listening today is He really is interested in His kids not feeling powerless at this time, oh. and it really gets easy to do that. And and again, sometimes. The body of Christ, even uh, prof prophets and pastors or leaders don't help because we think one of the ways that we are helping the body of Christ is informing them on the enemy. Um, informing on the enemy has always been overrated in the body of Christ. And, um, you know, talking about him, telling about him, magnif uh, I, I call it magnifying him, doing commercials for him. There is a, a minimal level that has to be done. And part of this great awakening the the painful part of the awakening is in realizing things weren't the way we thought they were and so in it we have to tell what the enemy has been doing and um but there's a point of diminishing returns on that there's a point where it's yeah i've said it over and over it's like the children of israel and their, their reality we had the 12 spies and we had the 10 spies thought they were doing you know a good service for Israel, they were leaders of their tribes, and they thought, no, you all need to know what type of enemy is in the land you're thinking you're going to take. And so we said, we were like grasshoppers compared to them. They're the sons of Anak, they're the Hittites, Jebusites, they're all these giant races that are there. And, and so by the time they get informing on the enemy and being helpful, you just need to know um, they're just, everybody's ready to quit. And so they're like, hey, let's go back to Egypt. Let's go back to being um, you know, in a controlled environment, let's go ahead and be that world economic forum recommendation of, Hey, you're going to be, you're going to not own anything, but you're going to be happy about it. Cause that's what Egypt was about. And so we don't want to be in that. So it's always part of even the assignment he gives me is to not over, uh, uh exalt what the enemy's capabilities are and to, uh, further, uh, inform us on who he has made us to be. What's his part of it is related to this thing over and over. We hit the narrative. Um, so I'm going to go right into it, but that's, that's the goal. You know, we're going to talk a little bit about technology, AI, quantum realm, time for a Patrick Henry revolution, uh, how to make God bigger, and then still hopefully have uh, some time for, for, for Q and a. Yeah, sounds good. First thing he said is, um, as I was I was having a prayer walk this morning, he's uh, like, "Tell my people, technology is not the enemy." And so, um, 
this is tied into not feeling powerlessness, but we're hearing so much about what the capabilities of of the controllers, the deep state, the ruling elite, whatever, um, what they are, that it can be, it, it can look like that our assignment is to cast down technology itself. Mm. And um, that that's, that's the problem. And so this is a, a quote that he had me write. <clears throat> because my kids have been brought up, because my kids have not been brought up as viable citizens, you have been late to the party, but that is changing now. All technologies can have a redemptive purpose. Technology is not the enemy. That's how, how it all came. And again, when the Lord speaks, it's always going to go through the processing of my own brain. So it doesn't mean that's how the Lord talks uh, necessarily, but it's how he talks to me. And so that's what you're you're hearing. And so just another part there is that AI, artificial intelligence, um, will be ultimately instrumental in the fulfillment of Habakkuk 2.14. And Habakkuk 2.14 says the whole earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God as the waters cover the sea. And if you do that uh, piece by piece, you understand that as the waters cover the sea is absolutely, it's 100%. So the whole earth will be filled with the knowledge, not just that he saves, but as I like to say, um, the seven mountain God, the seven uh, sphered God, the seven faces of God will be revealed, who he is as communicator in media, who he is as teacher in education, who he is as provider in economy or business, who he is as king, government, et cetera, et cetera. The whole earth will be filled with the knowledge of who and how he is in every area of society. And so it's what he's going to use ultimately will not be AI, artificial intelligence. That's their pathway there. But it's really that will lead to RI because the highest AI will end up being RI. What's RI? RI is real intelligence. Oh, <clears throat> and so, um, and so it is dangerous. Everyone's correct. That's looking into this. It is dangerous in the hands of evil manipulators. Um, but uh, there is, you know, for them, it's playing for these manipulators, for the evil manipulators. They are playing with fire. And they're going to get burned by the fire they are playing with. They will get ultimately burned. There, you know, there's a little processing of challenge and difficulty, but all it tells us is that we must arise, we must awake and arise. That's why a constant narrative from me is going to be: we're not here just to hang on a little longer for Jesus to rescue us. He has no intention from rescuing us from that which he has called us to overcome. Mm, so good. He has okay. no intention to rescue us from that which has called us to rise up and overcome. No more than um, the children of Israel should expect God just to save them, rescue them. When Goliath stood up, uh, it's the reality now. He's waiting for, and there was a David, and David showed up and said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? So there's an aspect of that is what he's looking in his kids. Creation groans and travails, according to Romans chapter 8 for the revealing, the manifestation of his sons and daughters, carrying that kind of spirit, that kind of resolve, that kind of attitude, um, that kind of uh, security in who God is and what he's called us to be. So, um, uh, yes, evil has jumped in and figured a way to advance Antichrist agenda with technology, with AI. 
Um, but something we're going to say over and over, we've been saying Haman is going to hang on his own noose. Um, the 10 sons of Haman hang on his noose. And there's even a play on words, even news, N-E-W-S and N-O-O-S-E, noose, Haman's news and noose uh, work together. And that applies to even the big picture of what's taking place in media, the mountain of, of media. But if people can remember even um, the early days of the Internet, man, did I don't know uh, if you remember, Steve, or if you heard how many we didn't have the access to. We weren't all on 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 internet as we are now all the voices but boy the warnings um because it was clear the internet was going to be you know distributing porn to our children and it was you know all the negative ways that the the net could be used were figured out really quick by leaders in the body of christ and there was praying for the internet to be shut down these computer systems that were bringing in the mark of the beast, the Antichrist and everything else. And it looked like um, both computers and the internet were just the worst thing imaginable. And they had to be that which was set up and orchestrated by the beast. Well, and it yeah. used to be that the credit card, that was one of them too, that, you know, the credit card is going to be the mark. Then it was, no, it was the banking system, which actually probably closer, but uh, yeah. Well, and so it was understood, wow, this is going to allow brainwashing of the masses. This is going to allow, even for those who begin to understand and hear about Operation Project Mockingbird that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And how do you how do you control the masses? Uh, you had to see it um, from the enemy standpoint. This was like, oh, my goodness, this was going to be this. This was their mechanism for bringing in. Um, their absolute control, you know, like their control that they had already wasn't enough. And this is this was going to do it. This was going to, um, you know, the above 50 percent, they need to go to to 80 and 90 percent. And particularly once they knew they owned uh, YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and Google, you know, all under the same brain trust and and money trust. It was like, oh, my goodness, we've got it with this. The enemy looking at how that was going to. Uh, be that which accelerated but you you see um how that that's turned out already not to be the reality once the sons and daughters of the king figured out how not to make an enemy out of this technology and so even these programs that were that's what we're doing right now steve um we would never be able to have enough meetings to um no that's the truth that's the truth I mean, the millions that are being reached. And then from one week ago, when we were here one week ago, that particular program, there's been over 300. I know. It's like growing. Yeah. How, how many, like, how could we have ever stewarded a message uh, in that kind of way without the Internet? It's without totally, Johnny, if someone had told you 20 years ago, uh, in before in, in the United States, way 20 years from now you're gonna you're gonna address 300,000 people in one sitting you would have gone what wh how would that ever happen you know right, right. so and and that's it, it's created just such new possibilities and yeah. so and then you know there was like okay uh it's because they they did have a little bit of a monopoly on it a whole lot of them yeah. with the players we're talking about just like we got knocked off two or three years ago, whatever, right? Banned for life. Uh, yeah. YouTube, 
And and so so Rumble has stepped in. So if this is going to be a repeat point as we're going to go on even today is when the sons and daughters of the king don't decide that technology is the enemy, even AI, then and realize this is a tool and instrument for advancing the kingdom as well. And we become convinced. And I already know there's a good number already convinced and you're going to be bringing some great solutions and great advances and great, uh, you know, great shifts to offset even what the enemy's trying to do. But this is just this is from the Lord today. Don't make technology the enemy. This is all going to go to accelerated kingdom. Can I ask this question? You know, we've talked about the one that's the mo- the only one that the one that worries me the most, and I don't go around worrying about, but when I see stuff about chat GPT and that people will try to make it a, a, a prophesying machine, I understand that technology as technology is not the enemy, can't be the enemy, but it's how you use it. For instance, is that one uh, uniquely problemson? Problemson? Uh, problematic. problematic. <laughs> yeah, problematic. Thank you. Is that is that one that though the technology isn't evil, the use of it would be could could be almost like a Ouija board or what? What would you say about that? Like Chat GPT well, asking that about your future, for instance. Yeah. Um, it, Definitely. Can it be misused? Yes. Just like all technologies. Can they be misused? Yes. But it was crazy. I was with, I don't know if, I don't think I said it here. Uh, My daughter, Justice, um, she was showing me things that she could ask, uh, ask it. And then it was like, wow, it was amazing. So I said, like, ask it, does Johnny teach dominion, dominionism or influencing um, what is Johnny's message? Well, first of all, that was like, what is what is the essence of Johnny's seven uh, mountain message? Um, Johnny Enlow seven. And it was spit out a paragraph. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I couldn't have said that better. So there was a follow up question. Is he actually teaching dominionism or is it about influence? And it expl- it wasn't just it doesn't just spit. No, it's not dominion. It, but it like, no, he's made it very clear that what you're Are doing you serious? Is- I, I was like, oh, my goodness, this thing might end up being a tool. But you I, know what? I'm so I, Johnny, I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm going to push back on this. That worries me because the next thing someone's going to do with that is they're going to say, is is Johnny going to or if someone's going to personalize it, they're going to say, let's say they asked him that and, and they were Johnny. Then they could say, um, what is going to happen next week when I go? and teach it such and such. Now they're looking for, now that's a prophetic word. And somebody then stops listening to God and starts seeing if that will, if that will come true. I, that's why I'm worried about it. But I mean, well, I don't thought? know. If, I haven't heard of it being used that much towards telling what's going to happen in the future. It just, it, it, because what it has, everything of, it has all your past. So what it goes to, what it has instant access to is everything I've spoken and everything I've written on the subject. So it truly, better than I know myself, what my material has, it has taken it all and and confirmed that, it, well, it just confirmed uh, the consistency of the message that I had. Now, you know, I think there's um, part of what will be able to be asked of anything Unfortunately, people can set up. They're already doing this. I shouldn't even bring it up, suggest it, but I'll I'll do it one time and not try to do it again because we don't need to give the enemy more creative ideas. People are already setting up um, Johnny Enlow um, 
Facebook and other social media alternative things. And they're giving um, they're giving prophetic messages and and promise. But the problem is, it's a good chance as any to say this. If you are asked to pay anything by Johnny, Elizabeth, you're getting a prophetic word. They're getting actually good prophetic words from either Elizabeth or myself that we didn't do at all. As far as I know, they could be using GPT. And so um, those those become possibilities that the, the, the ability to copy is is a problem. So we're going to have to learn what that means is we're going to everly be more uh, on demand for. Uh, discernment, the Holy Spirit. And there is part of, again, the checks and balances built into the system. You'll be able to ask, did that information that just got to me, was that actually a product of the GP chat thing, whatever? And it will tell you the truth as well. So if something was sourced from that, there will be something that tells on itself, like, yes. Um, And so, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm not saying there's not an ability, Steve, that yeah. I, I think that's the part that's already. I, just, I have a caution. Maybe uh, I'm not even saying it's from the Lord, but it might be. I, I will say this, and I'm just going to, because it happened on the air days ago with, with uh, Robin Bullock. I think it was on the air. Uh, it could have been off the air, but anyway, I can't remember now, but, but Robin Bullock said, at least to our staff, that there was the chat GPT and he was considering typing something in and, and just trying it out or whatever it was. And he, and he said, God said, don't touch that. But that was a word for him. We can say well, that I, it was a word for him. It doesn't necessarily mean it was a word for everybody else. I, even I would agree that that's possibly. I, I, um, I haven't used it myself other than to tell, cause I don't, I can't even remember what I, how did what what is called you know chat yeah. gpt yeah that gp gpt i just yeah, i know i got it on forget yeah and so <laughs> um, but it is being you know it's fascinating there's no way around it the next generation is going to uh, use it and it can be used to extract truth that's out there in written form like if you want to know what is if, if, I, i'm not suggesting it but this is how they're telling me is like what has actually been learned about things with the vaccine, the COVID, what actually uh, was it? And, and, you know, until somebody, somebody. Do you think, let me just ask this, if you happen to know, if you were to have said, because it has everything in there, supposedly, if you were to have said, uh, was 9-11, the attack on the towers, an inside job, would it answer that truthfully? Do you think? Now you're going to, Somebody's going to probably have that uh, a comment on that within five seconds. Here, this is the new world we live, we live in. Did, the, did they really land on the moon in 1969? I want to know what they say on that because it depends on who you ask, doesn't it? It, it does, and, you know. And so, but I'm going. You know, it's pretty simple. The Lord said, "Technology is not the enemy." Okay. Now, um, every good gift from God has always been greatly misused by the enemy and he's greatly convinced humans to misuse it start from the beginning from gift of free choice you can start with the gift of sex um there is uh you know 
everything, um, music, and as we were talking about the internet and all that kind of stuff. But we have another situation right now, um, Steve, and I, ne- I didn't necessarily want to go in depth on it, but it 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 tells us, it confirms to us why we need why um, it's okay for every individual to have more access to how to discover truth. Um, again, in that, it can be fraught with risk and whatever, but they're having, I don't know if you've been, what you've been seeing even about the the Maui fires. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think, I don't, I think it was an attack. I don't think it was an impromptu fire, but I was going to ask you about that today. So if you happen to have anything to share, people yeah. are waiting. Well, so, uh, you know, there are innumerable firsthand videos coming out. There's people showing uh, DEW's directed energy weapons that yeah. I mean, but then you're like, well, I could have I could have made that myself. You know, then you're like, how do we know that that was legit or not? So then you're we're still in the compiling of evidence. Um, but there is a, there are a lot of questions um, about what took place in, in Maui. And it reminds of things we still don't have good answers for. The Paradise Fire in California. Yeah. Um, we have from three years, three years ago here in Nashville, um, we have, we saw, there's the flash that was seen. And then there's this explosion that causes two or three blocks, everything, to, all the glass to blow out. And, um, and, and yet no explanation. We have all these no explanation things. Mm-hmm. We obviously need to have uh, truth commissions uh, set up and they're going to be, then it connects all the way back to what you're talking about, nine one one. And so what we have available, like it used to just be, I'm just share the improvement. It would be, it's a newspaper. And so whoever was able to put it in print, there was no way to argue with it. There's no way to show anything more. Uh, it's, it's done for, but now there are, video after video, personal phone after personal phone, personal experience, what people are going through in Maui is going around the world. So we're seeing these things about energy directed, the weapons uh, in in Spanish, my Hispanic are seeing, and that's just because I'm... Well, and if I can bring this one, because I I was showing this to my son-in-law, both of them, actually, uh, yesterday, we were to get together, because there's all these videos are, are surfacing, as you said, and one of them was from the air. Maybe they used a drone. And Johnny, to, to set this up, if you are about this, is, I saw a man about your age, uh, or my age, whatever, in there. And he was on a lounge chair with his legs crossed in a very comfortable look. Now, if the fire started somewhere in your neighborhood and smoke was everywhere, what would be your first inclination? Your first inclination would be uncross your legs and run right Right. there's this man fried to a crisp except he can still see all his features he looks like he's just he was there one minute his legs are still crossed he's gone he was comfortable and as if he never knew what hit him now he's gone that wasn't a forest fire or or smoke or an 80 mile an hour wind or something, you know, so it, it becomes incontrovertible. I just wanted to share that. So I'm a believer yeah, that this was an attack. But this goes with what I'm talking about. Uh, we would, we, the conversation would already be over if we didn't have access to how to investigate things. Yeah. On our, yes, there are platforms that they 
trying to, they have deceived, they try to deceive, but there is a learning curve that's taking place. And so the further investigations are going to take place because humans can interact with each other all across the planet. And there's going to be verifications and then confirmations. And then, you know, I'm aware as well. And you, you grew up in, you were in California many years, but we were in the mountains there, uh, Santa Clarita, not that many years ago. And there was a reality that when the winds and the fire connected at, at certain points, and it wasn't the level of winds they were, they were getting, but they're pretty good sized winds. And, you know, that's the thing. There are the winds from Hurricane Dora and which there's a whole nother theory that those were artificially drummed up. Wow. They are P things, the harp stuff. Yeah. Harp stuff. When you get the winds, the high winds and the high fire, it like gets a life of its own and it goes through things. And, and so there's always that possibility um, that that could. And so I don't have, um, I'm not conclusive. I'm, I'm for, I'm not, you know, I've asked the Lord, I'm not, I'm not going to say what I think he told me um, just because I'd rather the process, it, it needs to go through the whole thing. There needs to be, um, you know, exposure of whatever is, 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 is either confusing or sinister for sure. And, you know, you probably heard it as well, Steve, there's like, well, what stars already live there and have places there. And there's, you know, between Oprah Winfrey and oh, Bill yeah. Gates, the house there allegedly, and and many more, many more stars. And there's an idea they want to bring in their um, new smart cities, World Economic Force. They want to start that in Maui, and so they blow out. The deal is, we're very familiar, Elizabeth and I, and our family, really, with the Lahaina area. Um, we've been there many times over wow. the years. And and so we know exactly the places they're talking that are that are fried and taken out. But it is, it's the place. It's where the Maui population lived. It's their their stores and restaurants, and it is the the, the touristic um, hmm. zone in the sense of where they would come shop and eat, but not where they they lived and stayed. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com/give. That was that was off. That was uh, in the in the hotels and and things like that. And so it was, you know, whatever. And and supposedly we're going to hear that there's over a thousand dead from this. I, I'm saying supposed. I don't know. And because they were fried, and just the way you said, and that is super suspicious, uh, uh, Steve. There's just that's not something to yawn at what you said. Like, yeah, if there is a fire and you're being why, how how does it overtake you and you look like you're in a comfortable sitting um, and it it just comes over you like that. But most of the damage was was done because for those of you who think "Ah, Maui, that's all the wealthy, rich, elite, they need to be. It wasn't them. It, it, It was the people. It was the people of 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 Maui. And 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 so. What was it? What at what point are you making? It was the people. What are you I'm saying? I'm telling you, it, Maui is you know half tourists all the time. Okay. And 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 then there's the wealth. It, it wasn't the, no wealth that I know of. No wealthy person's home went down. I see. It was where the regular people who are not wealthy, they're the ones that live there. Regular um, Hawaiians, regular Maui citizens, and that don't that aren't. I don't know if people realize that, but the citizens themselves are not wealthy. They are 
uh, in fact, probably in a lot of ways, it's made it harder for them. Um, their, their paradise, um, they live off, you know, doing services for the people that come in and whatnot. But there is, uh, so there are many pieces of this puzzle to, to put together. And if, and if the most sinister aspect of it, that this is them doing, uh, um, them doing something with uh, the weapons, um, directed energy weapons that we don't know if the deep state's also making a statement to the good guys. You didn't get them all. We still have one. Um, or, or there's just because we're, we're war. I don't know if people realize we're, it confirms we are at war worldwide. It's a worldwide yeah. war against a mafia, a Luciferian mafia. They're going to lose. They're going to be taken down. And that's part of our, our storyline we're sticking to. And we'll advance here as we're, yeah. we're part of the encouragement to God's people. But I am for. Um, whatever level of technology that is available to expose anything sinister there, let it, let it come forth, you know, let it, let it be there. So I'm just saying, I understand and, and had, you know, been debriefed on how we could 100% lose our freedoms and our everything controlled by technology. Be like, for instance, China has, if you've seen them, they have this, I don't know if it's the whole country under this grid, but a lot of the country, a lot of the big cities for sure. Every driver, they have they have the technology where it reads their face and as they go by. And this technology oh. is so advanced, it tells them if they are a resistor of the state or not. Whoa, where is this? China. Oh, China. Yeah, wow. And so they are losing freedoms. They They no longer, if you, this is the setting of social scores. And so you get a social score and 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 so it's, um, you know, the way they all translate to that citizen, their citizens is we're finding criminals where but it's really anyone who uh, is not going to be OK with the control method that is coming on them. And so they are they are able to do that. And so if you are a resistor to the controllers, um, resistors to the mafia and they determine that you are, then you are all of a sudden, you have a, such a low social score, you can get, you can't buy anything. You mm-hmm. can't go anywhere and you can't buy anything. And so, and you're like, yes, that's terrible. That technology is terrible. Well, that thing, this technology and actually is going to be flipped and used for good. And I get that. It's I'm, well, I mean, it's encouraging to hear you say that because, you know, we are, you are, especially in cat, you've seen us here for a very long time as we begin to influence society more and more and more. And I, that's correct. And so it's very good for you to say it's going to, even that's going to turn on its head. So they will know who's the resistor of, who are not law, law abiding, who are, I don't know what, I, I don't know how to terminology, but terminology. Well, they're literally, literally is technology that reads the faces of people in the same way they know how to read a face and see who's really, honestly, it, it is spitting out who's righteous. And they're going after them, and and um, well, how would that be turned? Okay. You can tell by the lines in people's faces. The certain there, there's uh, no, I I got that, but I mean, how do they? How, you said that's going to be turned on them. How would that? Do you have any idea how that would apply? I'm just uh, saying that's what the Lord's telling me. Okay, and, and that that this is going to be flipped the other way, where the criminals this will they won't be, ultimately it's going to be you know. His, the call to us is you are the light of the world. Yeah. This is going to be part of how light 
is is uh, advanced in a practical way because light is transparency as well. It's not just because you're able to light of the world because you can tell them Jesus saves. It's you're the light of the world. You mm. expose darkness. So if people and, and, and not that we're I'm saying this is what we want to recommend it, it happening that way. But if you flip it and it actually tells you um, every person that goes by and it, it's able to identify human traffickers and it's able to identify evil at that level in some kind of way, however it's put together. Yeah. And, um, anything that makes darkness have a harder time hide is not bad. Um, um, it can be used for bad, but ultimately that's what the knowledge of the glory of God covering the earth as the waters cover the sea. It's going to be that yeah. it is. It's either advanced discernment, like you can't imagine, where we walk around and say, I know that person's involved in that, that person's involved in that. And you either know it because your spirit is so advanced and sensitized, or there is, quote, technology that can do that. But ultimately, the eradication of evil is when it can't, when it can't hide. You know, we see that just in a very practical way. Yeah. Uh, all, as practical as you turn the lights on in your kitchen, the roaches run. And, and, and from election thievery it's like there has to be transparency let's look into the machine let's look into something to show us how things are being stolen it is the whole uh, it's the whole key to advancement is systems that create transparency and when they're in the hands of the wrong people it does put us under uh desperate ru despot rule you know mm -hmm. parents can 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 rule but it can really be flipped and it's going to be flipped on them i'm going to say particularly this is the rest of this word for today as we arise as the sons and daughters of the king arise. And that's because that's the focus. Remember from the very beginning when I started talking, this is about the Lord wanting his people to feel less, um, you know, weak, less yeah. um, powerless and understand a little more about what he's, what he's given us. So let me jump more, a couple things the Lord yeah. said to that. Um, it, and I just wrote just different as I was hanging with the Lord, I would just write down what he said. He says, I have given my people what it takes to turn every misuse of technology into an advancement of truth. I have given my people what it takes to turn every misuse of technology into an advancement of truth. And have understanding he already has his um, pioneers, his secret um, assets that are ahead of the game, his secret agents that have things in play. And they're ready to present them, but they know it's too dangerous at this time as well. There's, um, uh, you know, th there are those who have been uh, ahead of the curve and understanding not from a position of fear, but being prepared by the Lord um, for what the enemy is attempting to do and how to counter it. And so we just have to understand, Steve, even the things we're bringing up, even if we, even if we don't know how. Yeah. Um, yeah. Every plan the enemy has has an antidote. That's so good. That's so good. And that's and, something the Lord told me years and, ago. You know, Johnny, I, I hope this is not out of place, but I want to, you know, you talked many episodes ago and this, we've covered this a couple of times. I think it's called that project looking glass that basically they discovered that starting about two on or around 2012, it started turning back. Uh, I don't, these are my words, not yours. It was like, it's like it almost turned back on the enemy's plans. And do you believe that's in play and, and what words and is that does that dovetail with the word about this can turn on the enemy? Because no matter what they do, 
they they can't win they've already discovered um they've already looked with with their advanced technology yeah they have some technology that is so advanced however it is that seems to be able to seems i haven't seen yeah able to peer some into the future and um and look at least um possibilities it looks and and identifies potential paths of destiny we'll say that every single one of them now involves a great awakening where people where how they've been manipulated controlled so that just means um again this type of resource being at the hands uh, of people and it's interesting though i gotta say and i want to just so if anyone that hadn't heard me say this before when you said that about 2012 i thought going forward i thought that was really interesting because my spiritual father wade taylor told me the year before the year of or the year before that i think it was the year he died went home to jesus you know it was like uh, 2012 and he said this is the beginning of the kingdom age has begun and then uh uh what's his name um well, Kat Kerr said the Lord told her that the kingdom age began in 2012. That's two. And there's that third one. He, uh, as an old saint, he's gone home to be with the Lord, too. And he said starting 2012 was the kingdom age. I can't think of his name. Arthur Burt, right, Dream? Arthur Burt. And they all said 2012, it all changed. And, like, we were just sitting yeah. there watching Obama be in office, as I recall. And I'm going, how is this the kingdom age? Right. But it's when the exposure begins and that's, we've had the conversation before we won't for time's sake, go back yeah. into how I was shown Rosh Hashanah 2012 as well. Wow. And, four. Uh, that's four. Yeah. And, and so, and it was a, a prophetic word. It came to me that very time that um, I had just told my wife in the morning that that particular morning, I said, the kingdom age has just started and John Wimber. And I had this whole thing, what John Wimber was looking for this and I was telling the connection between, again, safe time. I'm not telling it right now, but I got actually a call at that very moment from a, a prophet and saying, I just had to tell your dream. I was just in a dream and at a table and all these things were going on. But he said, John Wimber turned to me and says, will you tell Johnny this is the start of the kingdom age? Oh my goodness. I forgot about You may have said that one time. That's amazing to put yeah, those all together. Jeez. Yeah. Jeez. So, this is this is this is it there is no chaos that presently exists or ever will exist no crisis that exists or presently exists or will ever exist that god will not already have sent ahead of joseph and the joseph it tells us and it says and joseph was sent ahead of them so they had the famine that hit the whole world was hitting jacob and the whole family and if joseph hadn't been sent ahead to do something about it and prepare a way they would have uh, been lost in that same famine that was going to strike the whole world. And so there are deadly things that the enemy conspires with. And again, if people haven't figured out, conspiracy theories are the most biblical thing imaginable. Just read Psalms 2. Why do the nations rage? The heathens conspire. I just, you know, Psalms over and over and over. They are conspiring. If you don't believe in conspiracy theories, then you're not even biblical because they're. It, the only question is, what are they? It's not if they exist. Absolutely, the elite, the the powerful elite, the wicked powerful elite have always, there has never been a break from them conspiring for more. And this is their, for more power, for more control, for more money, 
1,000% of the time. There's never been an exception. So you think they've always, there's always been those that thought world domination under their leadership was the thing to be grasped, always? It, whether it's world domination, it's at least domination to the next level. They may yeah. have wanted to take the whole city, a whole nation, um, and to the degree they connected with each other. Yeah. We know for the last 100 years, all kinds of things, the Bilderbergs, the Illuminati, the Club of Rome, the Club of... Uh, uh, Madrid and things people don't even know about as well, the Freemasonry's uh, above 32nd degree and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. These people uh, right now, the World Economic Forum, United Nations, the WHO, the World Health Organization, they're all working together. Over the last hundred years, they have they have built the greatest infrastructure of control ever mm. met for the whole globe. And that's why what's taking place is a global takedown. But for you, not to know and say there's no real, it, yeah, I, I just talking to the handful of people who might be out there who think there are no conspiracies. Um, that means you believe what CNN and Fox are putting together and they don't, they're not even the same thing. If to not believe in that is that you believe that they're altruistic people that are giving you the main, uh, uh, the yes. main narrative of the day. Yeah. And like, is that not been so proven beyond uh, beyond any any scale ever imagined with the things we've been seeing in our election and who Biden supposedly is or not, you know, all that kind of stuff. So anyway, the only question ever is, um, what is that conspiracy? And it's always going to be one to take more. Uh, yeah. you know, I, was, I was telling you earlier, uh, Steve. I was, I was reading, and just, just for a second, how should we then live? Um, uh, Francis Schaeffer, originally written in 1970s, he's telling, I, I, I ought to read some of those passages, but I haven't put them together for this thing. He was telling about the elite's ability to control with media, and they've always done this at their own ability, but there's been, there's with the computer, he was talking with the computer, uh, they are developing unprecedented levels of being able to uh, uh, do this control and but again the very thing they use for unprecedented control are the very tools the people when they realize it can be used for their own behalf they communicate with each other and put holes in in the you know the narrative that's prepared to control yeah them. i think in the easiest thing you pointed this out first to, you were the first one that ever did that maybe the only one but whatever and I think at 4 a.m. in the morning, all the newspaper, news channels get the same talking points. And so that you can say with 100% assurity that whatever all of the media is focusing on that day is as truth, that is all a lie. I mean, is that about the way you'd say it? 100% actually. They've really helped us. This thing is, it, yeah. they never, again, they're, it's their noose now hanging them. Yeah. Whatever they all agree on. Whatever they all are agreeing on is a lie and is it doesn't mean if they're saying Maui has a fire, it's a lie um, because there are things that are unavoidable. Like they have to there are certain things that are unavoidable truth. They have to also mix in, you know, it's like rat poison is going to be uh, uh, a lot of percentage of, you know, stuff that doesn't kill you. But they they're going to they're going to coincide on certain matters. Uh, and so if it's anything controversial at all. And they have a point on it. And, and whoever they've targeted as the enemy, 
it's almost it's a safer assumption that that person is a good guy um and then and, and conversely if they are focusing on a mr fauci being a righteous good man that's here to help us and you fall for that then hey, there's a little bit of uh, shame on you no yeah. shame yeah, it's okay to be gullible for a while, but after a while, you don't even need Johnny Enlow to tell you this. It's like if you're paying any attention at all, right? You're supposed to be upgrading your own yeah. processing here in, in the midst of it all. Yeah. So anyway, uh, evil elite has always sought to control, and uh, they've always desired science and technology. And I'm going to make this point here. This is good because it goes with what well, I'm going to share a little bit about the quantum world. And the quantum world is the micro, tiny, subatomic particle level. Um, and this is just bringing breakthrough processing for society in all kinds of ways. And I can't cover everything today, um, but I, I will some stuff. So the evil elite have always sought to control um, the masses. And they've desired to use science and technology as instruments of control. So this is goes with what we're talking about. And including going into AI. Um, but quantum science, true quantum science, has turned them upside down. Um, human spirit and human thoughts, I'm going to say some things close to what I've said before, but they are going to be new as it relates new way of processing what the quantum reality does for us. The human spirit and human thoughts are real sources of power. And in some cases, the real sources of power. Wow. Um, it goes with what Jesus told us. You are the light of the world. He's telling his first crowd. And the photon-based nature of who we are as humans, photons or our light uh, molecules, uh, uh, really of power. Um, but this, what I'm telling you about the human spirit and human thoughts, this is not just biblical. This is in quote, uh, science as well. Um, they've had to invent crazy scientific definitions such as the uncertainty principle. Hmm. So this uh, this was, uh, you know, a famed scientist, Heisenberg. Uh, this is, if you look up his name, what is he famous for? He's the one that discovered the, the uncertainty principle. And so how can something be a principle if it's uncertain? But it's the uncertainty principle and, and again, he's considered an awesome scientist because he said and then proved that all outcomes are uncertain. Now, you say all outcomes of what? Of everything. I'm going to get to that in a second. But just I don't want to twist anybody's brain so much that it hurts. But you have somebody from the scientific community who's famous, really, maybe mostly famous for having made a statement that what the quantum world discovery has done for us, they've let us know that nothing scientific is actually scientific. That, <laughs> and you're like, wait a minute, doesn't that just blow up your whole community? And it, and it does. So what it, um, you know, God or human interference uh, with an object makes that, no, okay, let me say it this way. God or human interference with an objective makes that objective void. Um, so they're finding out that, um, these laws, these things that they thought were scientific laws of how something functions, 
that they've had to throw in this uncertainty principle that you cannot say that certain thing is going to behave this way. And so mm. it's and it's so certain that it's now a law of uncertainty. Is, now, is, is Johnny, are you making the point that that this is a good thing or a, or a silly thing that he came up with this? So, I mean, what what point are you well, saying that it's correct that because of God and well, man? It's both okay. correct and silly. Okay. Because it's correct in that they finally discovered by all their checks and balances, things that they've bowed to and think is greater than God, science, their, sci- their, their scientific ability to experiment and come up with conclusions based on that, they've came up with a conclusion. This thing will always be uncertain. This thing can, this, you, you can't say this plus this plus this will equal this. Because there is this that creates, and part of it is the interaction with the spirit realm, that every human thought, that every human intent, and then whatever, they, they're not even considering what God might be doing. That's just, they, they can know that just from uh, um, a human interference, that if anything thinks differently about something that's taking place, it creates something that moves the subatomic world, which moves everything. Now. I'm going to keep talking on this, uh, Steve, because I know it's going to yeah. take like covering it from several bases for it to to be clear what I, what I, what I'm saying, and I'm, I'm going to try to avoid language that's just uh, hurts 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 the brain. But here is <laughs> here is a a scientist, another famed scientist, Richard F E Y N M A N, who's commented on this. He his is this quote: "No one has ever found." or even thought of a way around the uncertainty principle. So this uncertainty principle, um, you know, this goes back to Einstein's day and and before Albert Einstein, the discovery of it and the processing of it. Um, And it's actually done away with some of the foundational uh, assumptions and laws that Einstein came up with. Really? Yes. Uh, And he knew that he knew that himself. And so he says, no one has ever found or even thought of a way around the uncertainty principle, nor are they ever, ever likely to. Um, so I'm going to say that one more time. No one has ever found or even thought of a way around the uncertainty principle, nor are they ever likely to. What he's saying is science has no ultimate way of being scientific. Oh, man. So that's why I say it is foolish, but it's true at the same time Um, in that if if you go by what, because this is the same uh, Richard Feynman said, it is necessary for the very existence of science. Okay, listen to this. It is necessary for the for the very existence of science. That the same conditions produce same results. And then he says, well. They don't. And then elsewhere, they have no, they could never, they can't. With what they've discovered, they can't. Can can I give an example and see if this is just real quick. If there's a cold front and a warm front or a a high pressure and a low pressure barreling down each other, that always produces X amount of storm unless it doesn't when they meet, right? Like it might. All 99 times out of 100, it's this cataclysmic 
a storm, but one time it just dissolves in front of it. Is that an example of an uncertainty in action, something like that, scientifically, or is it something different? It, it might get to that. Um, they are looking at the micro tiny world. Okay. And so let me just explain what it is they've seen okay. that's blown them away. So they are, you know, they're high powered microscopes. Okay. On and seeing the tiniest, tiny, tiny, tiny. You know, they thought that an atom, that's what it really meant, an atom, the small, smallest unit, they thought they, they had seen the smallest thing, and then they've gone, well, I don't know, thousands, million times Jeez. smaller. Wow. And found out that matter, first of all, they found that, that nothing is really solid. Everything is energy. Everything is uh, um, energy in a frequency. And so... Uh, another way of saying it is so it, everything has a sound and mm. an energy. And so you uh, and you as a person have it because you're made up of enough of them as well. But then you have the individual things. And so uh, um, so they're, you know, they're trying to find out the secret of and the secrets of life and, and all that by going at the at the tiniest level possible. So. It's good in the sense science has been used to get there. They're so curious and so arrogant that they are um, that they are God. And so in their pursuit of um, we know everything and foundations, mm. of everything and the rules of everything, they've just what they've really come. Uh, the conclusion, they, they just haven't admitted it. Science has to yield to God because they can't be, be sure of anything. But what they found is that um, matter blinks on that at the micro, micro, tiny Think of, um, again, that they're looking at something on a microscope. Hmm. And at the micro, as soon as matter knows it's being observed, when the tiny thing knows it's being observed, it blinks on. And they're like, whoa, how did it know that it was being seen? How did it know it was being observed? And then depending on who observed it, it reacts differently. You know, it goes into explaining faith is now faith is the substance of things hoped for that faith is actually a substance and that you look at something with eyes of faith that you actually cause a possibility to blink on because you're actually seeing something with faith so in the spirit realm it makes uh, great and i have heard about that where they've done experiments where you look at something and then i don't forget electrons or a thing and then they've proven that that changes by you observing it, it changes. Is that that's not the microscopic level necessarily, but maybe I have heard they've done. What is, what's true? You said it right there. What, that's why your other uh, um, example actually bears out. Because what is true at the micro is true at the macro. Okay. Um, and he is macro and micro, alpha and omega. He yeah. is. The, Thing. They put out the Hubble telescope and they see his eye like eye guys. And then you go to the tiniest and he's there wow. as, as well. And the kingdom of God is activated by seeing. So the principle, the takeaway for us, and even part of where I want everybody to, to clearly understand how the Lord is telling us we're not defenseless, is that the real power, what they figured out is the real power, the real secret of everything is in discovering what the micro tiny is. And what activates the micro tiny? Well, they're they're full of all sorts of um, uh, questions. They just have more questions than ever right now in the scientific community because it's like, how does that's the, the one question? How does matter know when it's being observed? 
And how does it know it's being observed differently? And, and so, um, again, application for us is what we want to be able to do is really application. So you've heard, and we're doing a lot of decreeing, uh, yeah. prophesying, speaking, declaring. There's power. There's some level of power in doing that. But the real level of power is if you've seen something first. So if you've seen him you in your mind's eye, help Elijah streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah streams and the Elijah streams podcast possible. Visit Elijahstreams.com slash give and become a partner today. Well, I don't mean it has to be a picture. I mean, it's revelation from the Lord. The Lord gives you revelation. I just heard whether you well, say, I just heard this. But I mean, I, Johnny, just to clarify that, that, someone could say i heard but another person will go a picture pops in their head and and in their mind's eye they're seeing something that they know is revelation it's kind of all the same thing isn't it i get my example i've given um before i don't know if related to this but i remember i was preaching on the seven mountains i was in in costa rica at a conference and there had already been this um phenomenon of when I was when I would go start talking about the seven mountain message somewhere it was blowing the electricity so I was having to explain it even at this conference and I said the reason the power is being messed with is because God hasn't been exalted to the level I'm exalting him wow he has not been seen for the God who's going to manifest a Habakkuk 214 reality the whole earth is filled with the knowledge of God. We have not, we've thought he, he's powerful enough to rescue us out of here and put us into heaven. We have not seen a God who's able to use us to actually cast down Goliath, take him yeah. down. And I said, and I'm telling you that just in me, this is what I now said at the conference. I said, just in me declaring that he can rule and reign in all seven mountains of society, no matter what the resistance there. Just the declaration of it could blow your national power grid. And when I said that, the national power grid of Costa Rica blue was 18 p.m., 18 p.m., April 17th, 2007. I usually have my newspaper with it here. It was where I could revisit it as a conversation with yeah. the nation later on. It's not like there's any, I've got so many confirmations of it. And at that moment, also, uh, an earthquake that hadn't, I mean, uh, uh, volcano that had been uh, dead for 50, 60 years began um, uh, shooting fire. And so that was, what did I do? I, as I'm preaching, I'm hearing the Lord saying what I said. So by revelation, I, I said, just me declaring this is so powerful, it could blow your national power grid. And it did. So I saw something. So it wasn't just me uh, out of panic because the enemy's big. See, sometimes we do decrees out of panic, out of fear, and I'm sure there, it's, it, it, there's some good to it. But when you actually see him, you actually magnify him enough to see him, and he says, I'm bigger than all this stuff. And, and you're able to declare that and give an example of proof with that, then that, that's really the perfect explanation and picture of what I'm talking about. Steve, and yes, it could be a picture. Some and I've used it a lot. I get a picture in my mind. Yeah, uh, some level of vision. It can be open vision. It can be. It's something that you know. Ooh, I just heard from God on something. Yeah, and you go with that. 
And that is the big deal moving forward. This is what every listener needs to get right now. That's the power. That's the nuclear, uh, the spiritual nuclear power that we have right now. It, and and it, it perhaps another way the Lord's using the movie Oppenheimer. Um, and this is, you know, about the guy who, um, the scientist who essentially created uh, the atomic bomb, or he was a, uh, there's many, many involved in, it, but he's the, he's yeah. the key name associated with it. Interestingly enough. So there's the Oppenheimer movie. And I don't know if in the movie, cause I've seen a, a separate documentary on it. I haven't seen the movie, but I still want to it, people understand that he was a Q clearance um, individual. So he's an individual where the whole terminology Q comes from is about somebody with. Oh, Q. that, that was a real thing. Then uh, I think I heard that you say that once Q was a real thing before it became our current it thing. Is. It's, yeah. a, it's a clearance level of the highest, oh, wow. uh, was super high. I don't yeah. know all the stages there and what could be hidden and all that kind of stuff. But that's why the this information that was being fed to patriots, we'll see for the last several years, is somebody who was telling he, he has Q level clearance. So that means high level, not, not run of the mill Intel or whatever. So what did Oppenheimer figure out how to do? He figured out how to activate the micro tiny to win the war. Okay. Now we could argue and yes, should he have, and it was a lot of damage, a lot of death. And and I'm not going to get into those level of, of conversation arguments, but along what we're talking about, the little, the little gets activated. If the little gets activated, and this is what I'm speaking to my fellow brothers and sisters everywhere, the little get activated, the explosive nature of what can happen there. Because you're having the little atoms, the little atoms begin to split and it gets contagious and they now destroy the enemy's capability even to resist. You had a unique psyche of the Japanese uh, soldier and the Japanese nation that it's, it's, you know, they had the kamikaze pilots, which mm. were, you know, there's thousands of them that they do in honor for their emperor, their nation. They're going to, they're going to uh, willingly uh, give their lives. They're not afraid of to die. Like, how do you stop an enemy that's with that kind of framework? It has to be something so massive and, and devastating that it stops the enemy. Because once you have uh, um, an enemy that has all the weapons and that level of fearlessness uh, to begin implementing, like, how do, how do, how do you stop them? Yeah. And so this is for us today. Um, and people understand what took place. You know, there's a little the the weapon was uh, it 200 pounds or 200 kilos. I think it's 200 pounds, 100 kilos. So the atomic bomb that that did what it did to Hiroshima and then Nagasaki. Again, not praising the devastation by yeah. any means and all that, but we're talking about the power of the small. Right. When it begins to uh, do what it's called to do, and why that's what changes the whole world. Even Open Oppenheimer, because he understood. His, his understanding and secrecy is not yet or that are yet not revealed to the masses about the quantum world, the micro tiny, the subatomic particle level. It was his quantum understanding that allowed him to pursue doing what he was doing. Hmm. So you had this. There's thousands of jets, um, not jets. They're just uh, fighter planes going everywhere. And you have thousands of tanks. You have millions of soldiers. You have all kinds of things you can be distracted with. And he has 
uh, something a few feet wide that weighs 200 pounds. I think it's 220 pounds. About one one of my son-in-law weighs, one of my son-in-law's weight, and he has an atomic bomb. He has the tiny, the micro tiny uh, activated there, and it literally overrides everything else the enemy has put out there. It didn't matter how many millions of soldiers. It didn't matter how many tanks. It didn't matter how many uh, specialized planes. It didn't, they didn't have, and this is a word for us right now. We can get into studying all the specialized Mm. fighter jets of the enemy. You can look into all the new tanks that he's got and all the new fighting uh, maneuvers and ways he's going to control us. And and that's just, uh, it's, it's where the Lord doesn't want us going. This goes back to the original technology is not the enemy. And the Lord wants to take away this sense of powerlessness that we have. And it's like, literally, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And he takes the weak, small, foolish things of this world to confound the wise. And he's never needed the big and the mighty. Hmm. You go all his stories, whether it's little David against everybody else or Gideon and his 300 <coughs> taking on hundreds of thousands so of the good. enemy. The so story good. over and over and over is, the, is that story is mm. setting off an atomic bomb from his people operating in courage. And it it absolutely just, there's no, the enemy has no grid for it. Mm. Everything he's so planned. Good. The so Japanese powerful. had no plan. Isn't it? I mean, like there's no plan they had that could counter. No, no preparation of, because uh, there's a secret hidden bomb that could outdo any big thing that's going on. So this is a word from the Lord for us. Yeah, really good. Really, really good. So, all right. Um, And I'll say it again. So in the quantum world, matter is activated through observation. The subatomic uh, um, micro, you know, the micro tiny, and, and it's depending on who looks at it. So if you're a person of faith and you will not become a person of faith by studying the enemy, Excuse me. You'll become a person of faith by studying the Lord. It says of Caleb, my servant Caleb, there is a different spirit in him. There's a spirit in Caleb that he sees the sons of Anak. He sees perhaps we don't know. They're 10 to 20 feet tall individuals. It's possible that they were that big and that there's a whole land of them. And he's like, they will be bread for us. Now, you do not get that by studying the enemy more and reporting on the enemy to the camp of Israel. And I want to say it again. There's, we, uh, there are people, I'm being sent books every week. People want me to uh, validate it in some kind of way, endorse it, or they just want me to see it. And I like it from the standpoint of you are proving that you have been red-pilled and you understand what the enemy's been trying to do. And so they're telling what the enemy's been doing past and what he wants to do in the future. That is not, that's not going to service us. That's not going to serve us long-term. Think of Oppenheimer again. He he had to change the point of reference. I don't care what you're doing. I'm going to be doing something. That's so good, the man. Yeah, I'm preach it. I'm taking this in. You know, we've got to do something that's the game changer. Yeah, and that's what we're made for. You are the light of the world. He says. Yeah. Again, the God of peace will crush Satan. The God of peace. He's that's not the good. God of, God of peace. Well, he's a God of war in a certain sense. But there is the God of peace will crush Satan under our feet. The greatest weapon he has is peace. Sounds like the 
The God of peace is what does the crushing. So, wow. So, he is the largest. Our God is the largest, and he's the tiniest. Um, and 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 he's the macro, he's the micro, he's the alpha, he's the omega. Um, you know, he's the God that's uh, Zephaniah. He's the guy, he's, he's spinning the way it describes. I am the Lord, your God, and I am dancing over you. People have taught you probably, you've preached, had it preached, some of you have had it preached to you. That he's God spinning and singing over you. It's an exact description of the quantum realm at the micro tiny. Is there's a spinning, think of a spinning donut that has a frequency, a song, and energy. And that's who the Lord is over us. And he's in us as well. So they look at the micro tiny. He's there. He look, you look above him. He's doing that over us. So his word to us is like, Quit being overly distracted. Yeah, wake up. Don't be like uh, asleep to what the enemy, the devil walks around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. So you found that, you figured that out. So you need to wake up so you get out of La La Land. Quit thinking we're on a cruise ship. No, it's a warship that we're on. We have to wake up. And the painful awakening is for our children and our children's children. But we have much more than is enough to take out the enemy. And especially if we begin to um, activate and we, we get this splitting viral effect going on in the body of Christ of courage. It's the David effect on the mighty men where they saw him do what he did. They're like, what? Mm. You can take out a giant by yourself? And then all these mighty men of David, they gathered to him seven years later in Hebron that says these all. And they were now thousands, tens of thousands of mighty men this is and they were like the army of god and these were guys that would run down lions they would run down giants that 11 guys would handle a whole piece of a whole country um they would be the peacekeepers for it there was a whole other dimension that kicked in once they saw what david was able to do and so we want to be that kind of people right now we don't want to be bowing and cowering to what the enemy is doing and saying and whatever instrument whatever member uh, this just came to me right now. It was Goliath's. This confirms the original thing we're talking about. His own sword. David took him out with his own sword. Talk about Haman's noose. His own sword takes him out. The enemy's sword of technology is going to be used to take out the enemy. And so you just look at how the Lord wants to position you and how you can get close enough to him that you can see things that normally can't be seen. And and this is this goes with Psalm 34, <clears throat> 3. This is David also teaching, teaching us this because I'm explaining to you the quantum the quantum world. Yeah, there's a quantum financial as well. That's for another time. But the quantum world, the world of the micro tiny, how do you look into it? How do you see it? You've you you have to magnify until you get to a certain place. And then that which is being magnified says, ah, you see me now. Think of God being the one being magnified. And then this scripture, Psalm 34, 3. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me from all my fears. It says, and they looked at him and their faces were radiant. So why would we magnify the Lord? We would magnify him because we can't see him. And you magnify the Lord, not just by reading Psalm 34, 3. You magnify the Lord by telling him you see him and who he is. 
and then you keep looking. You start by in a practical way. If you're having a financial, you're in a financial crisis, how do you magnify him as the God who is our great provider, Jehovah, uh, Jireh, all provider? You say, Lord, I know that this is your essence, who you are. In the scriptures, you are presented to us as Jehovah, Jireh. All your best friends in the Old Testament, you provided uh, in, in an extreme abundant way for them. Your best friends, Abraham, David, Isaac, Jacob, they all had uh, provision. This is who you are. And in the person of Jesus, when he showed up, because that's the second thing you look at is what did Jesus model for us? And so he was he had provision for everything. His first miracle was turning water into wine and making it so abundant. There's 150 to 180 gallons of wine he made after they were already supposed to be done with the good wine. And so then he's providing, you know, taxes for Peter. He's feeding the 5,000. They're casting the net on the right side and abundance. So as you do this, that's magnifying the Lord. Then you remember in your own life and you go back. I remember back 10 years ago when we were in a desperation and we didn't have, and you supernaturally provided. And then you tell him what he did for you. So you, you tell him who he is. You tell him who he is, who he was through Jesus. You look back in your own life and you say, this is who you were before. This is magnifying. Then all yeah, of a sudden you see that's him. Good. That's really good, Johnny. And then when you see him, you begin to speak into your own future out of what you see. And so you're like, I am certain that you are going to be, you know, whatever comes into your spirit at that time. You're now, but you you speaking not just out of obedience, out of, well, we should do it. Like if you can't see him, see the whole quantum realm is not activated because he theoretically is there. It's yeah. not activated because tiny is there. It's only activated if the tiny can be seen. So when our God looks tiny, you want to be one who is magnifying. We have that's practical good. way. We praise. That's why you pray. The whole context context of praising him, lifting your hands, thanking him is so your, so your spirit can see him. Because once you see him and once he knows you see him, he's activated. Then his face is no longer hidden from you. See, if his face is hidden from you, He's there, but you're not, you're not getting Johnny, it. at that moment when you're magnifying him in your heart and he sees it, where's the action taking place? Does he go, does he explode in his power or does that within you just by doing that, magnifying him? It just, I mean, what do you just, I'm just kind of curious about the mechanism. Is God pleased so he, he gives you more or is it even more micro down to that once you magnify him? That which is in you, is it late? Is, I don't know. Any thoughts on that? A lot of thoughts on that. Okay. Because, um, I think often we're we're looking like we have to talk him into something. Yeah. Like I got to perform for him. Got to do this. And it's often so much more. It's not talking him into. It's not convincing him. It is. It is like you've got to actually see me. Like your faith. Remember, he responds to faith. Yeah. So faith is actually where you have um, magnified him enough to see him, and then something happens. It's like whatever, sec back to the second heaven, whatever second heaven blockage, it doesn't, it's gone. Like you have just seen through the second heaven and their distortion. See, the fact when you can't see him, it means that second heaven has stopped you from seeing. And so that's yeah. why they stop in your prayers. So there's like, it's almost 
scientific in a proper way. Yeah. I don't think it's ever we're trying to, you know, okay, make him feel sorry enough for us. It's like yeah. he's got some principles in place there yeah. that he laid out. And, and and David was on it. He He's like, magnify the Lord, and I'm delivered from all my fears. Not just some of them, all. Once you see him in your reality, in your present reality, and again, the part we've missed is like, you don't just magnify him by reading the verse. That's just giving you the instruction. Then you want to say, okay, who were you? Who was Jesus? Who have you been in my life? And then based on that, now we have a whole a whole new reality. And so now we're now we're we're all working in the quantum world. We're the micro tiny, the God who is, uh, the one who likes to be searched out, the one who wants to be uh discovered. You know, the proverb scripture. It is um he, he likes to hide things and he wants us to go searching. Well, who is he? What is he hiding? Well, he's usually hiding himself. And so, uh, and it's, it, and there's a reward for finding him. And and there is some, uh, you know, cause and effect mystery of what it is, but I don't, you know, thing I have clear from the Lord is you're never trying to just get him to pity you enough. Yeah. Yeah, boy, I went through that. I I prayed for hundreds of hours. People heard me say literally hundreds of hours, bed brown for four years. And I got sicker and sicker and sicker and sicker because I was just, I was trying to twist his arm through the most repentant a human form would ever have been able to repent of. I was literally trying it all and it just, I just got sicker. He's not waiting for the ultimate repentance, is he? And that happens to us all the time, even when we know it. There's like, we either get mad, frustrated, or want him to feel sorry for us. Like that's yeah. just because we're used to doing that with our parents as well, and this kind of works sometimes. And and it, here's the deal: it really doesn't work. And that's gonna. And some <laughs> of you are so locked in that. And I can just tell you, it's never worked for me. I've never been so mad at him that he does something for me because I'm mad mad at him. He's never done something um, um, for me because I made him feel sorry enough for me. It's like. He is looking because he, he, he's growing us up. So he's trying to teach us. It's like, you have to know who I am. So once we know his goodness, his kindness, and then we see it and we speak and we act out of that, even when there are questions, uh, there's mystery and questions all along about different things, but it needs to not be over that matter. I'll just tell you, if you didn't know that, if you're one and again, you, you often get trained as a child. This is how I got my dad or how I've got my mom to look at me. I sulk and I go in a corner and I do things. It doesn't work. It doesn't work with God. You won't find it in scripture where sulking got a supernatural response anywhere. It's faith. And so it is, I know who you are. And therefore, I'm going to approach you as who you are. And so he is healer. He's deliverer. He is provider. He's the God of the seven mountains, which are really seven different descriptions of who he is and how he is for us here on planet Earth. And as we do that, it begins to uh, touch it. You know, something in his heart, his face gets turned to us. Again, there's mystery there, but the scripture will talk about they want his face turned toward them. And his face, if his face is turned against them, they don't experience good things. But when his face is turned towards them, Hmm. then they do experience good things. And, and there are things that would probably qualify as scientific taking place hmm. when that when that happens, if we put it all together. And one day as we continue to to uh, uh, to understand the spirit realm and our Lord and our Father and the Holy Spirit and all these things that will be uh, revealed to us. So 
All right. I see. Let's see what else I wrote here as we're closing. I wrote, yes, it's war and there are casualties. But any casualty while you are doing courageously is better than cowardly survival. Oh, yeah, this is a good point I talked about. Um, I put in my original notes, time for a Patrick Henry revolution. Let me say one other thing, though, Steve. Talking about this thing of seeing in the supernatural, seeing him and thinking through this quantum grid, magnifying... um, I had told this once before a couple couple of years ago, um, but some of you now know who um, Henry and Henry and Amanda Hastings. We did a program uh, yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Well, this was um, boy somewhere around two years ago. Um, they came out where we were in Florida, and we had a little prayer time together. And I said, all of a sudden, there was this faith that opened in me. I said, Lord. As a confirmation, and of course, the argument going on, were we in a rescue operation or not? Were we in a Passover moment? Were we in a Red Sea moment? I was speaking into that and all, and that's what's being challenged. Oh, he's saying we're going to, that God's going to help us, but, you know, we're all, we're all going to die and going to be ruled by the Antichrist. Um, <clears throat> so I said, Lord, right now, would you release some sign? And I said, I'll get it. And they know Henry and Amanda were there with some sign that lets us know that we are in a Red Sea moment. However long this takes, we're in a Red Sea moment. You are delivering us. You're not delivering us over to Egypt. You're not delivering us to Pharaoh's chariots and his Mm. horse, but you are delivering us from them and heading us towards a promised land reality. Would you release that sign? Okay, so I'm seeing something. See, that's quite magnified him enough to even say that. At that exact moment, we didn't find out till later in the day, there was a 3.4 earthquake in the Red Sea. Oh, my goodness. I remember you saying that one time. I forgot about that. So 3.4, Psalm 34, magnify the Lord. Oh, my goodness. So I have those stacked up multiple stories. I have, Lord, if this is where we're going, if we're headed back to Eden, let there be a nine earthquake. That's looking at him, and and even after that, I was like, that was that was ridiculous faith. How how? Because I looked later, there's never been one of those, and and so there's going to be a nine point eight point nine nine point earthquake in Antarctica, and even if the official register people won't, somebody somebody will, and I've shown you all that that chart. Doom right then, a couple months uh, later, and it'll mean that we're headed. We're not headed to the destruction, falling apart beast false prophet Hmm. uh, degradation of society in that kind of way we're headed in that kind of way but my faith i was in worship and 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 that's my i could see him i had magnified him enough and i knew he wanted to do something that big and so then he did that for me and so i have a whole line of those so it's not just like well you think this and you're prophetic and other guys think that it's like I, i i have some um, some things that I can, they're not, they're unshakable. I can't, yeah. I can't, I can't get off of them. Yeah. You can't unknow what you, what's happened with your faith and with all that. You can't. And they were made, and they were made public because I released that word through yeah. um, two or three months before that happened. And, and, or maybe a month, it wasn't, it was right, right around there. We've talked about it before we can bring and that can up. I ask you a question on that before you um, finish that off is I have seen you, Blow the shofar, 
now multiple times. I've turned, I've heard you talk about the power grid. When you when you're tapping into this faith that you have, or this revelation at the core level, at the micro level, however you would describe it, um, or it's maybe it's more of a question than a statement. Is that what you're? Are you tapping into something that you had so so have a history of that you know that you know that you know that you know these things are going to happen? Um, is that what you would describe? By the time you blow the shofar, you already know it's yeah. going to happen. I I know people are going to be touched and reached. I don't know how many. I don't know exactly which ones. But it goes into, but it's the quantum understanding helps. So what? what they found out through they have something else scientifically they've written about called quantum entanglement. So quantum entanglement is probably something, some of that information was used probably by Oppenheimer and it's quantum entanglement will tell you how, uh, man, it's hard to even explain it, but two particles begin to parallelly interact with each other and they're, they, they're entangled in some kind of way. And then it doesn't matter how far apart they are, they still respond to each other. <clears throat> and so my understanding is there's faith out there. When I say something like that, there is an entanglement of my faith and someone else's faith out there. And that entanglement causes there to be something supernatural. It's like uh, again, a couple, a few months ago, whenever it was, Steve, I was like, I'm going to blow the, uh, I can't, I think it was blowing the shofar. And if you have this billionaire call, you're literally going to be slain in the spirit. <clears throat> like you're going to go out. <clears throat> we had hundreds of reports of that. Hundreds. Now, th that's not something like you don't just drum that up. That can't happen. But there was faith and confirmation. We know with some fellow friends, the Lord said, pull over because they were in yeah. their cars pulled over yeah so they pulled over and then you know they were <clears throat> they were hit and they were out so that's the realm available to us and so even me mentioning these things i want to build everyone up in their most holy faith like what you're hearing help us continue to make elijah streams and the elijah streams podcast possible head to elijahstreams.com give now back to the show because this is not like, oh, man, we got the AI and everything. They're going to control us and they've got us. Then there's no hope. And that's like the sons of Anak and everything mm. else. I'm telling you, it's not just theoretically our God is greater. He's greater in every kind of conceivable way. And it's been happening even on this program. When we talk, we, we brought testimony of this. We've talked about people being healed, touched, delivered, uh, set free. We've told we've given these words that, uh, you know, a company, there's going to be this kind of earthquake, this kind of manifestation. These things are all designed to feed your faith and not your faith in that Johnny Enlow is a man of God. It's like if the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwell in you will quicken dead things, your mortal body. This is for all of you to function. You all have the capacity to go after God and see him in that kind of way. But you have to stop studying the enemy so much. That yeah. you're afraid to look at him. And so <clears throat> here's, okay, Steve, this is the closing part. Oh, good. Okay, um, good. So Patrick Henry is famous for having said, you know, he was from the our, our own revolution in the 1700s. Yeah. Give me liberty or give me death. Right. <clears throat> this famous, famous quote that everybody knows, because this is part of one of the things the Lord gave me 
I think I read it, uh, Time for a Patrick Henry Revolution. You're like, how does this tie into all this? It's all all connected to this. And Patrick Henry, um, he, he said things you know, like survival minus freedom is not much worth it. And he was even, people may not understand, he was um, not even all that for the Constitution of the United States. He had concerns, and I don't know if he was able to back it off. He was concerned the government could use even the Constitution to um, steal freedoms, to impose. And so he was big for the Bill of Rights. So that's why that's important, the Bill of Rights and the Constitution. The Bill of Rights um, is not meant to be subjugated through whatever's happening in the Constitution. The Constitution is supposed to clearly allow for what the Bill of Rights are to, to exist. That's a whole other um, um, message there. But here are the words that preceded give me liberty or give me death in his, in his little speech that he gave. And I'm just picking up way at the very bottom. Our brethren are already in the field, exclamation point. Why stand we here idle? What is it that gentlemen wish? What would they have? Is life so dear or peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery? Hmm. Forbid it, almighty God. I know not what course others may take. But as for me, give me liberty or give me death. So he's saying the quality of life, like this thing where we bow, this is so much what just took place. It took place in the church in the three years, yeah, over the last three years, bowing to the mm. COVID agenda, the fraud, and everything else. We, we, you know, we had, can't, can't challenge the election, and you have the pastors. Yeah, yeah, don't challenge that. Don't challenge what the doctors are, are telling you that you know is a lie from Fauci and the World Health Organization about the vaccine, about the COVID it's itself is like, no, we need to. Why? Well, we could lose our church. We could lose our, our, our whatever. And he's like, man, I, you know, you're going to purchase is I'll say that part one more time. Is life so dear or peace so sweet? Are you such an addict of life and of peace as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery? And then give me liberty or give me death. Now, for us, the application, as we fully entangle it with the rest of the truth we're giving you today, um, it's not just heroic bravery. It's heroically magnifying him in your present distress, our present distress. So you want to magnify him. You magnify him more when you can't see him. You don't magnify something when you already see it easily. So the fact that you have to magnify means I'm not seeing you like I need to see you. That's okay. That's taking you to a place of supernatural release if you'll follow it. And we can, and when you tell what you see, when you encounter him, you you can split atoms. You can oh wow! <laughs> that's what's what happens. Yeah, you split atoms and blow the enemy away in such a way, in such a devastating way. That he has no recourse but to surrender. Now, and you're saying that again, when you tell what you see, when you have revelation and then you tell someone, is that what you're saying? Just tell it. Tell it Just out loud. Tell declare it out. It, um, <clears throat> to the degree he's given you an audience, yes. You've seen something heroic Whoa. of the Lord. And you've seen him at work. You've seen your God there. You know, you've seen the home run he wants to hit. And you tell it. And 
And then it begins, and especially if there's this entanglement that begins to take place where we have more than one doing this thing, it allows there to be this release of presence and power and solutions from heaven. You know, we just have to believe this stuff that we've said over and over. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And it's like then, then all the armies of of Satan, you and the Lord are a majority. Yeah. If people figured that out, like, like Oppenheimer with what he was able to do, he's got this thing, 200 pounds, size of one man, and he's able to stop the entire planet from moving forward with the realities he brought to bear. That's That's at minimum who the Lord is in us in a positive way when we yeah. talk about stopping the enemy from advancing with his agenda his control we want to stop just saying man this is so terrible and so bad and we want to stop overstudying the enemy once you're awake once you know what he's doing um once you get it because it wasn't like caleb said man i don't see him i don't see him he's like no there will be bread for us there's a point yeah you see i see you i see you i see you uh you know schwab what's his name world economic forum oh yeah yeah i see you soros i i see you i see you um but it's like i see you and you're you will be bred for us because of what the lord is preparing for us and this is not just motivational inspirational this is literally the power that's available for us to release on the earth at this time all right so 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 good johnny man you know i'm uh I know how everyone else is taking this, but I've been listening and sponging it in. I mean, like a dry sponge. Really good. I mean, even the what you're just sharing, Johnny, is like, I know you're saying it's powerful, but and I'm saying, yeah, it's working right now because it's going in at the cellular level to me. And I'm, you know, I'm grabbing hold of some. I won't get it all probably, but I'm grabbing as much as I can and, and processing it right now. So, man, I hope everyone will share this and, and, uh, Listen to it a few times. I may even get this one out and do it again. You want to blow the shofar? <laughs> it just came to me. We're gonna. We want to get take advantage and allow some, yeah, uh, quantum entanglement that releases the supernatural. And this is some resonating in your spirit for those who are listening right now. Just like there's something in you. Is like okay, I'm tired of living like the grasshoppers. Yeah. I'm tired of just looking at the enemy and cowering in some kind of way, exalting him. And and so it's like I'm ready to step into the mighty, mighty level. And I just, according to your faith, it's going to be. So I want to blow that. And this is yeah. about releasing this mighty army again, the, the mighty army, David's mighty men, David's mighty women. This is this is a, a clarion call to you, perhaps with more understanding. We've blown the show far before. And you can apply it to anything you have faith for. Yeah. Just take a second. If the Lord's telling you this can apply mm. to your health, this can apply to your wealth, this can apply to whatever. But you want you want it to apply to uh, your stand as a kingdom individual, to advancing who you are as a king and priest on planet Earth at this time, where the enemy is made his threats of how he's going to rule and reign and extinguish everything that's right. We're going in the opposite direction. So, Lord, we just ask yeah. that something would take place, a release right now. And look at you. Lord, I see you. You are mighty. You are high and lifted up. You are uh, 
the God of war on our behalf. You recognize the moment we are in, the day we're in, and you recognize how your sons and daughters have been battered and bruised and kicked around and belittled by the enemy, and you're ready for your sons and daughters to arise as never before. As I blow this shofar, Lord, let your power come on them. Let them shake and rattle with your presence. Yeah, Lord. So good, Johnny. Jesus, My goodness. Lord. Lord, let your sons and daughters arise as never before. Let them arise to who you made them to be. Let them arise as those who bring your presence and your solutions to every area of society. Let them be the difference makers, the game changers in every area of society right now, Lord. And let the enemy seem to them smaller than ever before because you have been so exalted in their own eyes, in their own midst, in their own spirits. Thank you for that, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So good. So good. So good. Well, I guess they have to close. There's time to close. The questions, the questions. Yeah, powerful, man. I really encourage people to listen to this several times and be sure to share it. Um, a quick reminder that Donna Clement Petruska will be with us tomorrow morning. Uh, 11 o'clock Pacific. Don't miss that. So, so good stuff. So, all right, everybody, have a great day, and we'll see you in the morning. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.